Right on radio. Right on radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Right on Radio. My name is Jeff, and of course, I'm joined by Jesse Zaboder. <laughs> Good morning, Jeff. Good morning to you, Jesse. Jesse, we had a guest lined up for today, but I think there was some technical issues. Um, we're going to try to get them back, but we're going to do the story anyways. That's right. This is an exciting one. So a topic I've been following for a couple of years now, and I'm really excited. Hopefully we'll still get him on and I want to hear his story and ask some questions. Yeah. And listen, we're going to give him a plug anyways. It's uh, uh, so we're, we're going to have the president of the Wyatt museum on this morning. He had confirmed um, mm -hmm. something happened. Now I will say that when I was originally talking with him uh, he was on his mobile phone, obviously. And uh when I told him what time we were doing it, he kept adding an hour. And I said, no, 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 you would be less an hour, <laughs> you know, because of our time zone. Right. But, you know, listen, things happen and, and maybe it was just supposed to be this way, but you know, I I've done the homework. Jesse's been following it for a couple of years and here's the importance of this show. And I'm really going to ask that you share this show uh, with as many people as possible. And here's why. You know, if we study the Bible, the Bible has made it very clear that it could not have been written by man. It's impossible. The greatest supercomputer in the world, Jesse, could not come up with the depth of the scriptures. Right. But God also left physical evidence on this planet. And there's an archaeologist who literally is the real Indiana Jones, but his name is Ron Wyatt. And I'm going to encourage each of you to even use Google and, you know, Ron Wyatt Discoveries or Ron Wyatt Museum. And there's a ton of videos out there. He documented his processes. So I want to focus on three quick stories. The boat, the blood, and the ark. Yeah, exciting. <laughs> now, I could have said ark twice. You could have, <laughs> but I like that you called it the boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing, it, you know, for instance, he discovered Noah's Ark. Uh, this has been definitively proved now. Um, and it did make mainstream media, but you'd think this would have been the biggest story in the world. Right. But it but wasn't. They, they tried to suppress it, keep it quiet, hush, hush. Two minutes, you know, it's two minutes on ABC, you know, um, and why this is important. If, if we think about our friends and neighbors in, in other countries like uh, India, you know, in, in China, in Bangladesh, in, you know, in Arab countries, if they knew that this evidence was there, they might think, oh, Maybe I've been worshiping the wrong guy. And then they too could have everlasting life. So Jesse, we want to talk about these evidences that were out there. And the stories are incredible. And I'm not going to do nearly as good of a job as, uh, as Richard would have. Uh, but still, I want to do this show because it's important. So please do like, subscribe, share, 
uh, particularly share this one. We want this one to make the rounds. Yeah. And for people to look at the information for themselves. We're not going to play the videos or anything. So they're a little bit slow, uh, but certainly follow along. So let's start out with the boat Noah's Ark, Jesse. <laughs> This is a great story, you know, um, all through history, they've already shown that a lot of the different countries all have, um, you know, what they call tales or, you know, historical records of this great flood. Um, you know, so it's always intrigued me when, you know, the story came out about the Ark being found, you know, I can remember watching that on TV and you know, all the questions that were posed and they kind of, you know, on the news made it seem like, oh, this is just, you know, something that isn't real. But as you look into it, as you start to research it, you find how much that archeological find, I mean, it completely matches up with scripture, even down to the fact that the wood that they found was gopher wood, which isn't found in that area in Turkey, and, um, you know, that's exactly what scripture says the boat was made out of. And, and listen, not only that, but the evidences of the flood are, you know, they found shark bones up on top of a mountain, you know. Right. Or like, like a whale, a whale that literally like the whale is implanted in the rock. Vertically. Yeah. It was like, how would a whale get implanted in a rock vertically up on a mountain, you know? <laughs> But yet they, you know, the religion of the world is atheism or anything but Christ. Right. Because we are the only persecuted uh, faith, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, so I'm just going to start telling the story about how Ron Wyatt found it. So it's important to note that uh, there was some aerial photographs that were depicted back in the fifties and it actually made the cover of time magazine. And because it was the shape of a boat and it was all overgrown and buried. And Ron Wyatt, this archaeologist, had seen the, the videos uh, or the pictures. But at the time in the 50s, archaeological teams went there. They dug for, they probably spent a, you know, a year there or whatever. And they said, hey, nothing to see here. Mm -hmm. And they left. But it always was on his mind. And so Ron started researching biblically you know all the different things about the boat and how it could be and then he even ran experiments with mountains and just little uh, you know to scale uh rocks and water and uh, and you know how the the waves and that how the boat would re react to crescents and mountains and mm -hmm. things like that and he put together all this stuff he says the location makes sense mm. so he went there and this is in the 70s now, Jesse. And in the 70s, they had better equipment than they did in the 50s. So they were able to take, you know, metal detectors and different, uh, different detection devices that could see into the layers of the earth. And, and they started picking out that, uh, you know, there was metal, like different combinations of metal, which were used to secure the posts together. So Noah had a little metallurgy shop and he was making the, you know, the pegs that went in to hold the, the posts together. And what they found was they were lining up in the structure of the boat, all the ribs, the cross members. And they, so they put it out, they started putting out string and stuff like that. But yet, because 
the the boat had come down from the top of the hill in a mudslide, and then later because there was a vol there's volcanics volcanic stuff. Half of the boat was in, in the ground, stuck under the mud, which protected it. But volcanic lava came down uh, on top of it, and so it forms hard rock, and they really couldn't get at this thing because they would destroy it getting at it. Right. So they exhausted everything they could do. They knew they were on to something, but he went back to the States and he, what does he do, Jesse? He puts together a prayer group. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and it, what, why don't you tell this part of the story? Because I think it's so great. Yeah, so he, he prays and asks the Lord for an earthquake. And then he hears later um, that there was an earthquake in Turkey. So that's when he went back. He goes back and now half of the boat has been launched free. <laughs> like, right, talk about moving the mountains. <laughs> through I prayer. was going to say that. And, <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. You know, right? of we can move mountains. Prayer is the ultimate weapon. Prayer is more powerful than a nuclear bomb. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and uh, and God did this. And so they're able to get it. They got it, the wood. Uh, they discovered the type of wood. It was petrified. They found the, the metal pegs. Like everything has been proven. And the government of Turkey did an official ceremony. They've got a museum around it now. And so Noah's Ark has been proved definitively that it was found. That's right. And, you know, so, I think this is so important to think about these things you know, because it really plays an impact on scripture, that it shows us scriptures, not just the stories or fairy tales or folk tales. Um, you know, scripture is made of real historical events that are documented. That's right. So, and you know, there's always the people who say, well, it's been translated so many times and this, and that. look, God can keep a book together. That's right. You know, yes. oh, but there's so God many pages missing. There's yeah. other books that are missing. Jesse, I don't personally believe that there's books missing out of the Bible. No. And, um, you know, I think the ones that, that were there are purposely there. And, you know, I heard one of the deciding factors was that, you know, the scriptures that we have in our Bible, they all either have a type or a, a metaphor or something that connects them with the the gospel and um the the life or the prophecies about christ so um that's why they're all there uh what's interesting if people um it's want to look for it it's in charles spurgeon's book um i think it's sermons on christ and in there, he has a sermon where he talks about the ark. And he literally in that sermon um, connects the ark as an image for Christ that the Lord called the Lord literally, you know, had Noah and all his sons enter into that ark before his wrath came. And the Lord himself is the one who shut them in, sealed them in before his wrath came upon the earth. And that sermon brings out some other really, I mean, it's really in depth. And when you, after you read that, you will never see Noah's Ark the same. Like 
I mean, it, it is such a depiction of salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. And how we will be spared from his wrath once again. That's right. Yeah. You know, Literally we're, we're, we're going to go through the vials, <laughs> but we're, mm -hmm. we're not going through the wrath. And we're going to prove that on Revelation right. Sunday. Amen. <laughs> uh, not, not necessarily this Sunday, but as we continue to go through. As we continue. <laughs> um, so, again, th this is so important that we talk about that. And we need to get these evidences, get people to look for themselves. And, and, by, and again, this whole journey was documented. So it's easy to, uh, to find. Now let's go to the blood, Jesse. Yeah, this is one of the most exciting topics for me. <laughs> it, it is. So, so Ron was looking for the crucifixion spot of Jesus Christ. And, you know, there's, a, there's the churches and that have been built and they're celebrated, they're commemorated. But Ron didn't believe those were the right spots. And mm. now this one, I didn't watch the full documentary on, so I might not have all the details right. Okay, but but I have the important stuff right. Anyways, um, he basically found the cross in a cavern underneath the ground because the earth shook and this cross literally went down into the earth. That's right. And beside that, there was, a, a, so there was a vein, a crack in the earth, and the blood from that cross was in this crack. Mm. So he gets samples of the blood. And, you know, they videotaped all of this. He finds the very best labs to, uh, to do this. And, you know, so they have to mix the blood with saline and stuff like that to get it to process. Uh, standard procedures, stuff that they've done, you know, thousands of times. And what they discovered after three days was incredible. And, you know, Ron had asked, he says, I want to be there when the results come in, when you look at these results. Right. And they were all screaming at each other in Hebrew and stuff like that. He's going, what's going on? And then one of the people there said to him, says, Ron, your blood is supposed to have 46 chromosomes, you know, 23 and 23. Yeah. He says, this blood only has 24. Yeah. 23 from the mother, and it's supposed to be 23 from the father. Right. There was 23 from the mother's side and one from origin that they could not explain. Yep. The hmm. blood of Jesus. And then they did some more tests and they proved the blood is still alive hmm. after 2000 years, that blood is still alive. And that, how powerful is that knowing that it's still alive and it was on the mercy seat. And it was on the mercy seat. That's right. So, you know, people like it, if your friends and neighbors even could find out about this stuff, perhaps they would start to look. 
-hmm. you know, these, because these are tangible things. Everyone wants tangible. How can you prove there's a God? This is proof. Yeah. This is proof. You don't have to have that supernatural experience of reading the Bible to see these proofs. You don't have to humble yourself and ask God to reveal himself to see these proofs. And if people would understand these proofs exist, Jesse, I think millions more people will be saved and be with us Mm -hmm. in the kingdom of God. That's right. And you have to think too, I mean, you know, why would Israel hide um, such a fine like this? And we have to remember that, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious leaders who would have been the priests, those who, you know, are in the temple, those who are connected to the ark, um, you know, they refused to believe that Jesus was the Christ. So, you know, I believe that that is part of this, that they hide it. Um, You know, they refuse to let those truths out there because, you know, scripture tells us that they will be, you know, the nation that declares their Messiah as God, and that will be the Antichrist. And, you know, they don't want the truth of who the true Christ is out there. They don't want people to know he already came that he already died for our sins. He already rose from the dead. And the most powerful thing that each of us who believe in him, we have new life in Christ. That's right. And it's it's not a new life to come. It's new life now. Yeah, we've got it now. So it's amazing. And you know what, back in the day, um, you know, the Pharisees probably were not thinking about ushering in the Antichrist as this generation is. No. But it would have taken away their power. Yeah. And power and greed are very, very powerful. <laughs> right? That's right. Yep. Mammon. Well, scripture says, you know, in, in Romans 1 that, or I'm sorry, in Timothy that, you know, behind that, um, is the lawlessness and, you know, that, that lawlessness is made up of a love of pleasure, money, and self more than a love of God. And that's, that's what, you know, they, and everybody who refuses to believe, you know, they'll be held accountable for that, that they loved money, pleasure, and self more than God. And when they stand before the judgment throne, they're gonna you're gonna have some big ass regret <laughs> let me just say that uh if you don't believe in him and choose him you know it just just think about the the magnitude of that god he humbles himself comes into our form goes through life which isn't easy you know yeah. uh, it's not easy for anybody it certainly wasn't for jesus goes through the most horrific death and the pain of the whole world and then like the physical torture of him going to the cross and being on the cross is probably nothing compared to loading up all of our sins right right (laughs) and and then and you know what's what should not be forgotten here is as a parent you would you would take the place of your kid 
doing this. There's no way you would let your child, if you're a good parent, I'm supposing, I guess there's some people who would, uh, pretty selfish generation these days, but I would gladly take that rather than watch my daughter, but it had to be this way. And think of the anguish the father felt watching his son do this. Mm. Right? Right. It's, you and, know. And then to turn his back away, you know, the, the Lord cried out, you know, why have, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. It's, it's just such a, an amazing story. Like, you know, Jesus is the hero and well, oh, God is Jesus. Jesus, God, look, I don't have all the answers. I can't figure all it out, but we know that there's these triune God is the only way we can understand it right now. Um, but it's, it's incredible. So let's talk about the Ark of the Covenant, Jesse, mm. because the Ark of the Covenant was God's presence dwelling on earth with mankind. Right. But at a certain point, he removed his presence. He did. What was the year? About 135 AD or something like that? Or? I think that, yeah, I think they say around that time. But God withdrew his his presence. And we could have the date wrong. I, I'm mm -hmm. not an expert. But Ron Wyatt was not looking for the ark. Um, he figured, you know, there was so much information. It might be in Ethiopia. It might be here. It might be there. And he's in Jerusalem. And he, he was there on other business. And he's walking by and there's this grotto down about 20 feet down the ground. He stops. He didn't do this on purpose. His hand raises, points to a spot down in the grotto and says the words out loud, the ark is there. Hmm. And he's going, huh? <laughs> like, you know, what just <laughs> happened? So he, he's diligent. He goes and does his research. Uh, they had many troubles excavating the site. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it took years of doing this and, you know, going in through places that they had to brace the ceilings and, you know, literally, you know, they couldn't fit through some crevices. They had to find other ways. It took years. And he finally gets into the room where the ark is and there's four cherubim there he's speaking with the cherubims he is allowed in fact he's helped by one of the cherubims to open up the ark and take the ten commandments out he's got all of this on videotape mm -hmm. including the cherubims the Ten Commandments, everything is videotaped. But he was told he's not allowed to show the tape to the public. He could tell the story. He cannot show this to the public. Why do you think that would be, Jesse? <laughs> I don't know. Um... You know, I think I think the answer comes in the answer he was given. You know, I so think it what, has to do with timing. Yeah. So what the what the cherubs said to him was, when the mark of the beast 
becomes actual law. So in other words, the Antichrist is going to come up with a new Ten Commandments. <coughs> and these Ten Commandments are going to force people to break God's Ten Commandments. That's how you're going to know. For, that's the definitive sign. And, and you won't be able to buy or sell and all the different things that the, the Bible has prophesied. But once that becomes law, these videos will be released. Now, how much airplay do you think they're going to get? Probably little to none. But if we all coordinate ahead of time in our, you know, getting ready, a bunch of channels could put it out. Well, you see, Jesse, this is the importance of this broadcast. Let's get this conversation going. Because right. look, it's probably going to be within the next 10 years. I would say so too, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I I would say so. Uh, no one knows the time. We're not saying, but it's really looking that way. Mm -hmm. So, think of how many people could be saved by just seeing those images. Right. Now, perhaps the two witnesses are going to go down there and pull them out themselves. They might. You never know. That, right? I mean, I think how powerful is it to be, you know, an actual video that shows the spiritual, you know, the, the angelic beings. Um, you know, there's few things out there that people have put out. Um, sometimes God allows it, allows them to be seen. And listen, God knows the end. God knows the end better than the enemy knows the end. Mm -hmm. because he you know the enemy actually thinks he's going to win but god is just going to use the enemy's actions against him but we're going to go through a tough time jesse yeah um you know it's it's not a bad idea to have some food stored up you know it's right. not not a bad idea to have some hunting skills some guns mm -hmm. you know uh some things that you can you know uh to to cook uh, game if you need to. Uh, it's good as a community, if you know where you live, if you can start coordinating with other people and saying, okay, look, I'm gonna grow some vegetables, you grow some vegetables. Like we're being literal here. Uh, this yeah. is just good planning uh, because it's gonna come. That's right. It is gonna come and we really need this. If you don't start thinking about this now, well, perhaps you'll be one of the people that comes as a thief in the night too. Um, and by the way, the thief in the night is not for us, Jesse. We're going to know when he's returning. Like, I think we'll know within a week. In fact, I, I think we'll know about two months in advance. Okay, he's going to be here in about 75 days. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I believe the Lord will let us know, you know, because as he draws closer, you know, our spirit is drawn closer to him. And, you know, the Lord does reveal his plans to his people. So, yeah. Yeah. And we, it's always says we'll know the season. And uh, so I think I've got a really great interpretation of how to look at the dates and how to prove it biblically. So we'll get there. There's, there's a reason okay. we're doing revelation. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, so the Ark of the Covenant 
also exists. And that we don't have the, uh, the tapes for. Uh, we only have his testimony. But listen, this is the guy who found the place where they parted the Red Sea. Uh, yeah. he's, he's the guy who dug up the wagon wheels and stuff like that. Uh, he's, he's the guy who found the blood. He found Noah's Ark. Like God used this man mightily. Actually, what else? There's something else that he got that was really, really big. Um, the Ark of the yeah, the, oh, he found place. Sodom and Gomorrah and Mount Sinai as well. Uh, right. And also, if you go to the website, which is wyattmuseum.com, uh, how the pyramids were built. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? It's worth looking at this site. Uh, it's worth looking. There's all kinds of YouTube videos out there. Uh, some are longer, some are less, but it, look at the testimonies of Ron Wyatt. That's W-Y-A-T-T. -T. And uh, share with some people that uh, that don't know Christ yet. And share with those who are struggling with Christ, you know, in their walk. There's nothing more important, you know, uh, than this sort of thing right now. Not being afraid to use the proofs that God's given, you know, to back up our faith and what we believe. Yeah. Amen. So listen, uh, we, we we were prepared to do a really good interview and have an expert <laughs> talk, but we had talked about doing this show and I'm not sure what happened with the, with the gentleman, but uh, the show must go on, as they say, Jesse. Right. <laughs> so uh, we we took a shot at, it and I hope uh, I hope you're blessed by it. We'll keep it short because we're not the big uh, experts, but you know the videos are there and that for you to watch, mm -hmm. uh, well documented. Jesse, anything to announce today? No, uh, nothing new. But you can always visit my website, illuminatethedarkness.com. Um, my book is doing really great. Um, you know, I'm get, I love getting feedback from people who are reading it. Um, you can get it on Amazon, the anointing overflows. Um, but you know, I'm just hearing so many interesting, neat stories from people, how the Lord just is really using it to stir their faith, get them out there, get them actively, you know, um, claiming the land, taking control over principalities in their area. Um, so that's always very encouraging. It's really encouraging. And and your Patreon is available on there as well, Jesse, on right. illuminatethedarkness.com. Her book is doing really great. Thank you for supporting Jesse. Uh, it really, really is wonderful. We need to keep her in this full time and she needs provision. And, and by the way, as this show is growing, uh, we are planning on bringing on staff and things like that. So uh, thanks for supporting the, the show patron as well, because there's a lot of expenses uh, that go into this show. Um, and so that's it also linked below and right on university, which is uh, uh, right on you, which is the price is going up for creating wealth through stewardship. Um, it is going up June 1st. So, you know, if you're thinking about it, now is a really good time to do it. It is an anointed course. People are being blessed by it. Um, follow the simple steps. And literally, there's three sections yeah. that, are, that are the main steps, Jesse. And you follow these three steps, it will make a difference in your life. That's right. I Well, I could promise, but that'd be empty. But, you know, God says his word won't become void. 
although we don't read a ton of scripture, we wanted to make it for everybody and just get to the point and give you some actionable items to take in this uh, to do. It is based on God's word. All of those principles, you won't find anything contrary to God. I promise you that. And that is my promise as well. Yeah. So go to writeonyou.podia.com. And by the way, I'm investigating. There's some people have said they've gone there and they, they've got a warning that the site isn't safe. It is safe. I've checked with the, uh, with the technical team, uh, the hosting site. Um, yeah. We're actually working it out. And by the way, if you're one of those people, if you could screenshot that and send it to me, because I don't get that message. Uh, that I can share with their technical team and we'll get it worked out. But the site is safe. I can guarantee that as well, or at least they guarantee it to me. So I'm not that technical that I can guarantee it, uh, but it's a big site and it's, it's good. Um, that's it. Join us for Revelation yeah. Sunday. Jesse, you'll be here. Jody will be here. We're getting onto a really great chapter, Revelation 6 this week. Amen. Uh, yep. One of my favorites. So it is this is going to be a good one and this is where it really the book really starts to take life and uh and give you a picture of the end times that yep. as i say biblically it's the most recorded part of history in the bible mm -hmm. and it's what is yet to come so it's absolutely fascinating yeah well join us sunday <laughs> join us sunday thank you for being here thank you for watching thank you for supporting us Remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.